0: Antiluvian Revelations: A Poetic Retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet, Part Four, Canto One. Enoch tells Methuselah his dreams and visions. After the completion of training on the luminaries, their movements and their regulations, Enoch had other dreams and visions. He knew these were from the Lord, and he needed to explain all of them to his son for posterity. Enoch arose from his sleep and spoke to Methuselah, saying.
1: To thee, my son, will I speak, hear my word, and incline thine ear to the visionary dreams of thy father. Before I married thy mother Edna, I saw a vision while I was asleep on my bed. I beheld a cow that sprung forth from the earth, and this cow was white. Afterwards a female heifer sprung forth, and with it were other bulls. One of them was black, and one of them was red. The black bull then struck the red one, and pursued it all over the earth. From that time, I could see nothing more of the red bull. The black one increased in physical size, and a female heifer was with him. After this, I saw that many cattle proceeded forth resembling the black bull and followed after him. The first female young one also went out in the presence of the first cow, seeking the red bull, but did not find him. She lamented with a great lamentation while she was seeking him. Then I looked until that first cow came to her, and she became silent ceasing to lament afterwards she calved another white cow and she calved many cows and black bulls in my sleep i also perceived a white bull which in like manner grew becoming a large white bull after him many white cows came forth resembling him they began to calve many other white cows and bulls which resembled them and followed each other
0: this was enoch's dream about humanity descended from cain abel and seth again Enoch slept and looked attentively at the dream visions that came to him. He woke to tell his son the vision.
1: Behold, a single star fell from heaven, which being raised up ate and fed among the cows. After this star came to earth, I beheld other gigantic black cows who changed their stalls and pastures, while their young began to lament one another. Again I looked in my vision and surveyed heaven, and I saw many stars descending and projecting, themselves from heaven to where the first star was. They went into the midst of those young ones, while the cows were with them, and they fed in the midst of them. I looked at and observed them. To my surprise, they all acted in the manner of horses, and they approached the young cows, making them pregnant, so that they brought forth elephants, camels, and donkeys. Upon seeing these abominations, all of the cows became alarmed and terrified, which caused them to begin biting with their teeth swallowing and striking with their horns. These abominations of genetic mutation also began to devour the cows, and all the children of the earth trembled, shook with terror at them, and fled away from the sight of them.
0: This was the vision of the crime against humanity perpetrated by errant extraterrestrial eternal angels. A race of beings raised up and superior to humans who disobeyed God's commandment that they should not interfere with the evolution Of other species elsewhere in the universe because God only tasked them to watch over others. Methuselah was shocked and appalled by the story Enoch was telling him because it was so much the telling of what had actually happened on Earth when an alien species came down to the planet and mated with human females to create an abominated offspring that attempted to rule the planet as if they were gods and the children of men were their servants. Enoch continued to tell the tale as it happened.
1: Again, I perceived those cows and the mutations. When they began to strike and to swallow each other, the earth cried out in pain to the heavens above. Then I raised my eyes a second time towards heaven, and I saw coming forth from the sky a sight that I cannot entirely explain. I saw a vision of something incredible. There were some beings who looked like men, but these men were completely white and shining. One of them came forward to me, and there were three others with him, The three who came with the first took me by my hand and raised me up from the earth, elevating me to a high place above the planet. Then they showed me a lofty tower on earth, while every hill became diminished. They said to me, Remain here until you perceive what shall become of those elephant camels and donkeys, that which will befall upon the stars and upon all of the cows.
0: It was at that time that Enoch had an even greater revelation of what he had experienced, where he had gone, and who he had been with for some time. However, he could not tell Methuselah any better way than this, so he continued with his tale of his experiences, as though they had only been a dream vision, when these things had actually happened to him.
1: Then I looked at one of the four completely white men, those who came forth first from the place in the heavens. He sees the first star which fell down from heaven, and he bound it hand and foot. He cast it into a valley, a valley narrow, deep, stupendous, and gloomy. Then there were many of these stars combined in these valleys, these abysses of darkness, narrow, deep, and gloomy. Then one of these extraterrestrials who bound up the first star drew his sword and gave it to the elephants, camels, and asses. They began to strike each other with this sword in a war that was so violent. The entire earth shook on account of it. It was a horrid thing to watch, and there was a great, blinding light that caused me to cover my eyes and look away from it. When I looked again at the vision, I beheld one of the four angels who came forth from the place that came down from the heavens, collecting together all the great stars confined within the earth, whose forms partly resembled that of horses, with tails that inflicted injury, and binding them together all at one time, hand and foot, Cast them on to the earth that they made great cavities, from which leapt fire, smoke, blinding light, and eternal death. After a moment to remember more,
0: which is always necessary in such long telling of dream visions, such as these were,
1: Enoch said, Then one of those four angels went to the white cows, and taught them a mystery of how the problem caused by the crime of others would be solved, while the cows were trembling a man was born and he was all white like the men who came from heaven. He truly was a human, though, and not an alien offspring. Noah grew up and built a large ship. In this ship he lived and waited on the Lord with all of his other cows and family. Again I looked up towards heaven and saw a lofty roof. Above it were seven storm clouds pouring forth. Much water on the villages and earth below. I looked again at the earth and beheld fountains, opening on the earth in the large villages everywhere. The water boiled up from the ground and rose over the earth, so that the village was not seen, and all the soil was covered with water. Much water, darkness, and clouds were over the earth. Then I surveyed the height of this water, and it was elevated above the village. It flowed over the village and stood higher than the earth. Then all the cows which were collected there in those villages where I looked upon them were drowned, swallowed up, and destroyed in the water. But the ship floated above all of the flooded earth, all the cows, the elephants, the camels, and the asses, were drowned on the earth along with all of the other cattle and all of those mutations and abominations. I could no longer see any of them. They all perished and sank into the depths of the water. Again I looked at this vision until the clouds had gone and the fountains of the earth stopped pouring forth while other depths on the earth opened and the water began to descend into these depths until dry ground appeared the ship remained on the earth the darkness receded and it became light again
0: it occurred to enoch that it might be necessary to explain some of this dream vision so he
1: said then the white cow which was a man named noah went out of the ship with three other cows one of the three cows was white resembling the elder cow one of them was red as blood and one of them was black the white cow left them to roam the earth and graze Then all manners of wild beasts and birds came forth. All of these creatures of different kinds who had assembled together in the ship, tigers, lions, wolves, dogs, wild boars, foxes, rabbits, and many other creatures of nature, departed the ship to live on all the earth. Then a white cow was born in the midst of them. His name was Abraham, whose offspring became Israel, and he was the father of all tribes in Israel. Abraham had many sons and daughters, and he gave birth to a righteous son named Isaac, Isaac had two sons, Esau and Jacob, who became the leaders of two separate tribes, represented as swine and sheep, in my vision. Esau was the father of the tribe of swine, and Jacob was the father of twelve sons, who sold one of their brothers into slavery. Joseph became a slave to the Egyptians, who favored him the same as his father had. Later the eleven brothers knelt at the feet of their younger brother who had power in Egypt. The tribes of Isaac mingled with the Egyptians and became oppressed by them. The Egyptians made the Hebrews their slaves, and forced them to construct the pyramids, which were the edifices of a religious worship of the long-lost gods who had been the offspring of the fallen angels on earth. One Hebrew went to live among the Egyptians. He was reared in the courts of the Pharaoh. The Egyptians taught Moses all the secrets of their beliefs, which were not the same secrets known to me. Moses lived as an oppressor of his own race, but he took pity on them for their sacrifice. Moses killed an Egyptian and became a murderer who exiled himself secretly from the Pharaoh's court and wandered the wilderness until he found God.
0: Enoch closed his eyes to see again this vision, and he beheld a multitude of sheep moaning, crying, and petitioning their Lord with all of their might until the Lord of those sheep descended at their voice from his lofty habitation, going to them and inspecting them and their causes. Enoch continued the tale of his vision.
1: The Lord called to Moses who had stolen away in secret because he had shown mercy to them and that he might be able to make those wolves who tormented the sheep to understand that they were to leave the sheep and not touch them any longer. Then Moses went to the Pharaoh with the intent to proclaim the name of the Lord to Pharaoh and he met up with another sheep named Aaron who would be his guide in the way of the Hebrew God. Moses knew not the Lord the same as other Hebrews because he had been taught only Egyptian gods. Together they went to the Pharaoh and made him understand that the Egyptians must let the Hebrew peoples leave their bondage.
0: After a rest and pause as it was necessary for Enoch to regain
1: his strength, Enoch continued, I saw that these wolves, who oppressed the innocent sheep of the Lord, veiled over these sheep with a greater force than before, and the sheep cried out. Their Lord came to them and began to strike the Egyptians, who commenced a grievous lamentation, but the Hebrews were silent because they had not been affected with the same afflictions as the Egyptians. I continued to watch as the sheep departed from the clutches of the wolves. The eyes of the wolves became blinded from hate, and they went out following the sheep with all of their might. The Lord of the sheep was with them and protected them. All the sheep followed Moses, and his countenance was terrific. Splendor and gloriousness were all about his person. The wolves, in hot pursuit, almost overtook the sheep at the Red Sea. The Lord separated the waters, dividing the lake to stand up on both sides in front of everyone so that the sheep may pass through. The Lord prevented the wolves from catching the sheep, and those wolves were in the midst of the lake. The Lord allowed the water of the lake to return so that the wolves were all drowned and the sheep were safe on the shore. The sheep passed into a wilderness which had no water or grass. They began to open their eyes and see the Lord's mercy for them. The Lord gave them water and grass when it was their need. There this sheep among sheep became a shepherd, who climbed to the height of a lofty rock, where the Lord had called out to him to come. There the Lord appeared to Moses, who was afraid. All who saw this became terrified, trembled, and alarmed. The other sheep called out to him and to those with him, asking who it was with them, because none have ever been able to stand before the Lord or see him. Then Moses climbed further away from the others, and the other sheep began to wander blindly. The Lord became angry with them and sent Moses back to them, because many had become blind and lost. They all saw Moses and became afraid and trembled. They all wanted to return to the path of righteousness. Moses took some sheep with him to gather those who had wandered and began killing them he coerced them to follow his laws which he claimed to have been given to him by god he gave to them the ten commandments but they broke them all multiple times and shattered them like stone tablets on the ground
0: there is not a great mystery to all of this tale today because it has been recorded and told many times since there are other truths to this story and nobody can deny them that moses became revered as the great deliverer of the israelites from the captivity of egypt but he was a murderer and a heathen in his lifetime God did not transfigure him to have eternal life, because he was not righteous like Noah and Enoch. He wrote the first books of the Holy Bible that are also called the Torah, but the book of Genesis is tainted with Egyptian mythology, because it says that the offspring of the fallen watchers and human females, Nephilim, were heroes and giants among men. They were abominations to God, and the Egyptians had worshipped them. Moses is to blame for misleading all of humanity to believe in false gods and pagan mythologies because he refused to have humility and humble himself before the Lord. All shepherds who refuse to have humility and humble themselves before the Lord will mislead others in the pride of their own works, which did not come from God. The laws of Moses were more oppressive and more insanely strict than life in Egypt as a slave. But Moses was trained in the ways of Egypt which made him a sadistic old man, whose writings were later altered to calumniate the Lord. He died the same as the others who attempted to lead those sheep for many generations to come. God waited for a new leader, a righteous leader for these people. Enoch saw that those sheep without Moses crossed the river Jordan, where other men among those sheep tried to be shepherds, but they faltered without humility. Enoch continued to reveal, in these words, his understanding of the vision to his son.
1: Then the sheep entered into a goodly place, and a territory delectable and glorious. They thought they had finally found the promised land. Sometimes they knew the Lord, and sometimes they did not. Then the Lord brought up a new leader, from the time he was a child, calling him thrice before he answered, as his master had given him to do so. Samuel became a great leader who appointed kings over Israel. The Philistines had taken the glory of Israel, and it was Saul who returned it to them. But he was drunk with his power, and his greed made him blind to the truth. Samuel appointed a new king in secret. David led Israel to greatness, and his house became the source of everlasting faith, hope, and love. David restored the glory of the Lord, and Saul became a necromancer anointed as Talut, a name that heathen infidels gave to him, who consulted a witch to summon Samuel from his slumber. David's kingdom grew, and the Lord favored him for his devotion and made him victorious over his enemies. After this great king of Israel came another name, Solomon who built a great kingdom with enormous servitude the king built a house for the lord to dwell in and a tower that reached into the heavens for him the lord blessed the king and his wisdom spread such that much of the world came under his influence
0: enoch's telling of all this dream vision was in great fervor which is typical of such recollections such that there was a loss of sequential accuracy when memories of those dream visions are not always as easily remembered in any sequence Such is the nature of prophecy that a man might receive from the Lord to tell others because the origin of it came to the man while he was asleep. Enoch tells Methuselah of a time when another prophet comes to the people of the Lord. He was the greatest of all prophets after Enoch. He was known as Elijah the Tishbite. Being a resident alien in the land among those early kings, Elijah was transfigured on a mountain to have everlasting life on earth so that none could kill him. When a king sent his armies to get him, they all died trying but Elijah never raised a finger to harm anyone of his own might. A captain in that army of the king pleaded for mercy from Elijah that he would not be harmed by this prophet should he come down from his mountain and go to the king as his duty was to obey those orders. Elijah took compassion on the man, who understood the Lord could not be defeated by mere men with primitive weapons. Elijah came down, and it was the king who died. Afterwards, God took Elijah away, but he would return him again when it was God's will. When there came a great slaughter of men, the Lord of the sheep allowed it, and the sheep cried out as a consequence of the Roman conquest of their lands. He left them to the slaughter on more than one occasion. These sheep who constantly became blind were left to the power of lions, tigers, and wolves, betrayed by foxes and every cunning beast who would come from the sea and the land, one from the sea and the other from the land. Enoch continued his story to Methuselah, who was attentive and recorded every word for posterity.
1: In a much later time, the wild beasts began to tear them. I saw that his descendants had forsaken the house of David, the house of their fathers, and the tower, by giving them all to the lions of power, who tore them down and devoured them, making them into the power of every beast. Then I cried out with all my might upon seeing this destruction, employing the lord of those sheep, begging his mercy, and showing him how the sheep were devoured by all of the beasts of prey who crawled, flew, and swam all over the earth, skies, and seas. The Lord looked on in silence and rejoiced, that they were devoured, swallowed up, and carried off. He left them in the power of every beast for food, that they might know his disappointment, and that they might come to know him in their despair. Then God called to the seven shepherds, and appointed them to take care of the sheep, that they might overlook them. God spoke to them, saying, Every one of you and your associates will henceforth overlook these sheep, and whatsoever I command you to do, you will do. I will deliver these sheep to you numbered. On every one of them there will be a number. On every arm will they be numbered permanently. I will tell you which of them will be slain and destroyed. The Lord God Almighty delivered the sheep to persecution. Those sheep came to be known as Holocaust survivors. And the names of the shepherds were the Soviet Union, the United States, Great Britain, China, France, Canada, and Australia. None of them ever came to any agreement on the matter of watching over the sheep as God commanded, with each one of them having his own idea of how to do it. Then God called to another shepherd and said, Understand and watch everything the shepherds do to these sheep, for many of them shall perish in another day as I command. Of every excess and slaughter which the shepherds shall commit, there shall be an account for how many have perished by my command, and how many those shepherds may have destroyed of their own choice. For all the destruction brought about by each of the shepherds, there shall be an account, and according to the number of them. I will cause a recital to be made before me to declare how many they have destroyed of their own choice, and how many they have delivered up to destruction by my choice, that I may have this testimony against them, that I may know all the proceedings for both, and that, delivering the sheep to them, I may see what they will do to them whether they will act as I have commanded or
0: not. Upon revealing all of this in an antediluvian time, Enoch became silent as he reflected on his thoughts and prayed to God that he might understand more
1: of this vision. Then the Lord
0: spoke to Enoch and said,
1: Mankind will not know the meaning of this vision. They will be ignorant of their deeds. However, Neither will you endeavor to explain it further, nor will you reprove them. There will be an account of all the destruction done by them in their respective seasons, decades, centuries, and millennium. Then they will kill and destroy more than was allowed, with sheep coming into the power of lions, so that very many of them will be devoured and swallowed up by the lions, tigers, and wild boars who prey upon them. They will burn the tower and overthrow the house. Then Enoch grieved, extremely on account of the tower, and that the house of the sheep was
0: overthrown. He did not perceive that they ever again entered that house, because those shepherds burned it to the ground. After knowing the Lord's commandments for him, and understanding more completely the vision he had, was of a time much greater in the future than he could clearly know, Enoch continued telling all that he could about his vision.
1: The shepherds likewise and their associates delivered the sheep to all the wild beasts that they might devour them, each of them in his season according to his number was delivered up each of them one with another was described in a book how many of them one with another were destroyed is told in a book more however than was ordered those shepherds every one of them killed and destroyed then Enoch wept becoming
0: greatly indignant on account of the sheep murdered in a slaughter in a similar manner Enoch saw a vision of another about whom a book had been written and now he had become the one book the story of truth and love that these shepherds destroyed every day with their blasphemy and hatred. Enoch knew that this part of his vision was significant because it was a vision of the Messiah,
1: the Chosen One. He ascended and remained in heaven where he showed this book to the Lord of the sheep, that it was a testimony of all that they had done to him, that they had crucified him and made others kill and die. Each of the shepherds thought he had gotten away with the crime, and they had concealed all that they delivered up to destruction. God took the book up in his hands, read it, sealed it, and deposited it. After this, I saw a shepherd's hope oh, were looking for twelve hours, which is half the time of a cycle of time from which this vision occurred, and this time is twice over all, the single cycle being twelve hours of twenty-four, the total number of hours in a single day. In that time, there came three shepherds who departed, arrived, went in, and began rebuilding all which was fallen down of that house in Jerusalem. The wild boars among those shepherds tried to hinder them, but they were not successful. Again they began to build as before, and raised up that tower, which was called a lofty tower, with three minarets, one for each shepherd, divided against each other, that they had the names Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Again they began to place before the tower a table, with every impure and unclean kind of offering upon it. Moreover, all the sheep were blind, the same as the shepherds. Thus they were delivered up to the shepherds who misled them, delivered for a great destruction, and they became devoured by those shepherds who trod them underfoot. Yet the Lord was silent, and to all the sheep in the field were destroyed.
0: Such was Enoch's vision in this time as he told it, but there is more to know about what he saw. There would come a time when these three shepherds would strive to pray for peace in the world, but they would pray to false gods and idols. The shepherds and the sheep were united together, but that did not save them from the power of the second beast, who led them to slaughter in the end of time for mankind. The one who writes this book will ascend in spirit, praying to the one true God to declare the crimes of the beast. He will report to the Lord of sheep as God asked him to write this book about all of these antediluvian revelations and reveal it to mankind that they might know the eternal truth. He will petition the Lord to have mercy for the saints, the elect, and the innocents among the masses, misled by pagan lies, praying constantly and pointing out every act, every fault of those pagan shepherds who lied to the sheep, while testifying before the Lord God Almighty against all of them, then taking the book back with him to distribute it on earth. The scribe gave it to the saints according to God's command. Later he will have departed the earth as Lord determined that he should not suffer the horrors of the apocalypse, because his service to God was complete and truthful. And this prophecy was the final testimony against the pagan shepherds and their sheep who are liars, murderers, thieves, blasphemers, adulterers, idol worshippers, and devils. This message is the information they will seek, the 411, but they will never listen to any of it, even unto death. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the book of Enoch the Prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.